0: <laughs> the right meal, you know what I'm saying? There's a, There's a difference when you eat and it's not that right meal, but when you get that right. right meal, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The best meals, the best meals are the one. What's the best meal? The one you anticipate or the one that comes out of nowhere?
1: It's the one that comes out of nowhere because it's always a story that you tell afterwards to people. Like, man, you wouldn't believe what I just had you wouldn't even know.
0: And it's probably
1: free. Yeah. <laughs> that now out of it out of- that's where it starts. It's was like, man, I was hungry as hell. Called up my partner. They said they had a plate over there. And you. Psh, no, next doubt. Thing, no, doubt. <laughs> no doubt. I'm walking out somewhere.
0: No doubt. Man, this crazy story, right? I fell in love. Oh, as always, Lucky Lucky Podcast. It's my boy, Malik Zaire. You see, I got my hat broke off. I'm on my Will Smith today. I'm on my gangster today. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and rep today. I'm on my gangster. Yo, man, thank you guys. You guys loved yesterday's episode. The numbers are crazy. You, got, you stuck through. The watch time is, man.
1: Almost three one, hours. That's crazy. One,
0: one of the best watch times you've ever had for a video. And the con- the comments we had, man, people on both sides supporting it was great. That's why we do the show. That's why we do the show. We spend it different. We want to support. But no, look, man, I was at, and this is crazy, right? So my cousins and I, we were pallbearers at my, uh, my great aunt's funeral. Oh, man. Right? And all of us are from the south side, and her, her services happen to be on the west side of Chicago, like the northwest side. Mm-hmm. So you know when you're out south, you're rarely in that area, right? But like when you're in Chicago, you know a spot to go to to eat in every area of the city. Like right, if, right, if you right. Happen to get caught over there doing something, this is the spot to go to. Yeah. So it was like evening services, so we didn't have to go to the cemetery until the morning. Right, so okay. we were done once services were done, it was still like quick services, still like eight o'clock. And they're like, Man, we're hungry. And I'm like, Yo, I know a spot,
1: <laughs> know a
0: spot. And so they're like, All right, I was like, dude, they got rib-eye tacos. I was like, the greatest thing you'll ever taste in your life. Rib
1: eye tacos. Rib eye tacos. You come
0: up, I got you, bro.
1: Oh my gosh, you I got it. To get- by a taco
0: no so i'll never forget we walk in the spot so my brother speaks semi-fluent spanish okay right <laughs> what's, never, what's that
1: constitute though
0: <laughs> like if he he knows spanish but okay. it's not like all the way there
1: he like, knows a couple of phrases he he, well, he, he, knows, he knows
0: more. Than, he knows more than a couple of phrases Okay. It's like, he can fully understand it, but still, like, trying to remember, like, oh, man, how do I want to respond? That's that's the thing. Okay, Like, you know. So we go in there, and me, they know me, so I'm like, yo, what's up? I tell them what, you know, because it's authentic. I tell them what I want. They pretty much know what I want. Like, you want three ribeye tacos. Yep. Cool. So my brother goes in. And he's talking in Spanish. And I see them pulling out, out like extra spices and stuff. And I'm like, dog, well, hold on. Wait a minute. What'd you get? <laughs> I'm like, yo. And he's like, man, you know, you just got to know what to tell them to put on there. But right. least say, I got three. The rest of them was me, my brother, and my two cousins. Because they were skeptical about the spot, they got two. Right. They're like, I will right, we'll grab a couple. Right? So we're jumping right in the car driving back south. We get a block away from the back seat. My cousin's like, hey man, you gotta turn around. I'm like, what? <laughs> man, you gotta turn around. I gotta get some more.
1: Yeah, I can't leave with two, man.
0: And I'm like, I told you, I told you they were fired. Oh, you, you should have just listened to me.
1: He said, We can't leave with two. That's that's <laughs> not that's not that's not good.
0: My man, my cousin comes back out with a dozen. A dozen. He bought he bought dinner for his whole family, bro. Oh Jesus, a dozen. But That's those okay. are the type of meals like that come out of nowhere that are like just end up being the best. We're talking about physicality today, physicality, man. And uh, Dylan McCullough met with the media today. We we'll get to uh, some of his comments on his running backs. But, and Tremaine Dumel, our bro, we appreciate you, man. Thank you for this super mm-hmm. chat. Absolutely. Um, where does it come from? Like, you played on one of what can be considered one of the most physical teams probably during the BK era. Is that is that does that fall on the players? Is it a mixture, or does that come flow downhill? Does it come from the head coach, his mindset? When you're talking about being a physical team,
1: well, in our in my experience, I think it came from the team itself. I mean, we were just a super competitive group within ourselves, and we were super tight on the video game to any type of competition we had to everything super competitive off the field that that gave us all that good feeling like, okay, if we doing this, then I know the next team is in trouble and the, the vibe of the team. I mean, we were so much closer because of that. And, you know, in the summer where it's just us on campus, hmm. I mean, we were finding everything to be competitive on basketball, uh, going to the mall, doing all type of stuff. So, that really played into a really good relationship we had with each other. So when it came to football and when we're doing, you know, competitive runs or, you know, uh competitions type style stuff, we were very much so uh, connected on that aspect. Mm-hmm. So it made the. The feel of practice, like I said all the time, coming out of that fall camp before we played Texas, we all thought we was going to win the whole thing. Like, every offense and defense was talking about it. We about getting our ring size. I mean, we were very much in tune together. And it showed, you know, and it showed coming out in that first game. So, for us, the the competition definitely was team-driven. And then it was supported by the coaches. I mean, like that 2015 16 team, even the 14, 15 team, you didn't have to tell us nothing to really be competitive. So I think recruiting, maybe, if you got to say what was the coach's part, it was probably the recruiting of the guys of our class that was really competitive with the 2012 class. That I think that the 2012 class really changed kind of the all right, we can be, we can do this all the time because we got good players. Right. And then we were super competitive with them. And then us, our two classes were just kind of like uh, the catalyst. So you, can, I guess you could say the recruiting from the coaches that put us together played a part, but the team at that point was super back and forth, for sure.
0: It's funny you mention that. I go back to Marcus Freeman after the first spring practice where he talked
2: about forming an identity with this team. I kind of told him this today in the team meeting is that I have a vision and identity I want for our team, and that's to be a team that can run the ball and stop the run, right? I want to. I believe in our O line and our D line being the foundation of our team, and so um, I'm excited to see if that can become our identity. That's my vision. Um, I also want to see a team that's aggressive. You know, that's one of our mantras: challenge everything. What does that mean? It means be aggressive. Do not play timid. Do not play scared. Think outside the box, offensively and defensively, schematically. Be be, be okay with taking chances.
0: And that within itself, when you hear that, we came back the next day on our show and we were like, oh, they're they running the ball.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, yo, and yet, <laughs> they're running the ball. Like, <laughs> And a lot of that, too, came from the fact that we knew. Also, we had Jalen Smith. We was like, okay, there's no linebacker better than him. Well, we see him every day. Okay, boom. We had Ronnie Stanley. Well, Ronnie Stanley is supposed to be first round pick. And he's pretty good. We got young Q, who was who was like, okay, we 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 don't have to worry about the O line because we knew that he stand was who he was. We just came off of a Zach Martin and all them type of first rounds. So, and then we could run the ball really well. So, it was like, if worst comes to worse, teams going to have a hard time tackling us. Right, right, <laughs> right. So, so, we knew we had a fail-safe as that part of our offense. And then I could throw. So, it just added to, like, when Will started coming in there with it, it was just like, okay, we know we're unfair to beat. And then the defense was just high energy. You got Jalen. You got Max back there. You had Devin Butler. You got... Kivari, so, you know, they're talking stuff. Then you got Sheldon and Jerry Tillery at that time when Jerry first came, so he was big, you know. Yeah. So now offensive line and defensive line, I mean, those are a battle of the titans, you know what I mean? So when you got that physicality and aggression up front, it makes practices a lot more fun because our scrimmages, I mean, you that was like the dream team practices. I wish we could have had more tape. Right, right. Because that's the, the classic where Sheldon threw Mike McGlinchey all the way out the circle, the first rep. You know that thing and that uh, that Sheldon was famous for at that time. But those are two NFL guys right there. You know, and that's just the type of intensity we was having. Right. So Marcus Freeman is absolutely right. If you got that right aggression and you you battling, you physical, man, the team is gonna fall in love with the finesse that comes after.
0: Lucky Lefty Podcast, as always, featuring and brought to you by Anora Whiskey. Go to anorahwhiskey.com. It's that premium American whiskey, anorahwhiskey.com. And if indeed you do drink, make sure that you drink responsibly. Now, it's amazing because we'll get to the running backs, and that's what we pointed out yesterday. Like, yeah, we're straight. Like, offensive line, we're straight. And it's the best thing. It's the best thing that could ever happen for a first-time starting quarterback. It doesn't yeah, matter who
1: wins. line is secure.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know you wanted 12 to get more experience. You wanted Tyler Buckner to get more experience last year. And
1: this will be a perfect time if and he I'm, had some
0: games under his belt. It, it, that's true. Now, that's true. Especially if they had let him run. Against that gauntlet
1: at the end of the season, where the defenses were terrible, yeah, played against Virginia. He should have played the whole half. You know, give him a half against Virginia, not Virginia Tech, Virginia. Right. right. <laughs> well, no, he pretty much he, <laughs> he played, played every quarter.
0: Tech. Virginia Tech, he played the second quarter into the fourth quarter. Yeah. Well, he played a good a good amount. He wasn't able to adjust to the adjustments. Right. Once Virginia right. Tech adjusted to him, he didn't play well. made a few mistakes. Jack Cone came back in, and they came back and got the win. But you're right. I wish he did have more game experience walking into the horseshoe behind this offensive line. Right. Even without that, I feel very comfortable. Yo, I feel comfortable with this game because I don't think Ohio State is as physical as they used to be. No. Under Ryan
1: Day. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't.
1: And, and really we saw mean, that, that Michigan game, even Utah, even the yeah. Utah game. Yeah, Utah was kicking him in the teeth, and it was rare because you're like, man, Ohio State usually more stout on a down to down basis. Like you just not yeah. gashing them for five or six yards, first second down up the middle. Yeah. Like so, they're becoming a lot softer up front. Maybe that's just because they're recruiting all these fast kids, and it's. You know, maybe it's more of a seven-on-seven league they're looking for because an offensive uh, juggernaut they put together is a straight seven-on-seven all-star team. And then that could be an advantage for us, considering I think we're tougher than them up front going into the game, even though it's early. I st- With Harry Heast I just automatically assume we're tougher. You get that
0: feeling, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we're more physical. Yeah. Yes, be- When he showed up.
1: We're yeah, more physical. more physical than them because I don't think that just because of the challenge that he stand presents his guys just on a day-to-day basis, there's, just, there's not too many defensive offensive lines that are competing with that consistently. So when they get into a game, they're not seeing something that's like beyond what he stands yelling at them about to fix or to do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's just such an advantage.
0: Yeah we got a question for you, man. Jay Golden 44, thanks for tapping in. How much of a difference would it be if Buckman started all of last year?
1: Oh, man. we. I think that all this stuff that we're probably frustrated with these first five games would mm-hmm. have been nothing to talk about if he did last year. So I believe these first five games, we're going to be super frustrated because he's trying to figure it out. There may be some real sloppy wins, maybe a loss in there or something. Yeah. And then we'll circle back and be like, man, he should have played more. Because it's like, I feel like that'll be the the obvious thing the first couple of times out there is like, okay, you can tell he's got some potential, but he just needs some more reps in there. I think he's more that style. I don't, as opposed to like a Caleb, you throw him in there right now, he going to play at least three quarters good enough for you. Right. So I do think that the learning curve for Tyler is going to unfortunately happen faster than probably what he wanted because we're the schedule. We're playing Ohio State first. got some tough games. So by the second game, after that first lake of fire that he has to run through, he should be fine on a getting comfortable status.
0: Yeah. I got Rashman 18. He had a limited playbook to play with. RPO is a straight handoff. I'm excited to see him play without an unlimited playbook. Well, that unlimited playbook is going to be severely handoff. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't run know how go. wide open the passing game is going to be early on.
1: Because we're running it with bad looks. I'm telling yeah. you, we're gonna run it with eight people in there. We might even run it with nine people in there. And then we're gonna have Michael Mayer leak out the side one time. Psh, that's the game plan. What's yeah. you – yeah, because like you I said, see anybody Utah, in America. you can't lose with that.
0: You can't Utah basically that. lined up for the first two quarters, and Ohio State could do nothing, could do nothing, 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 nothing. Play action, big plays all over the field. All day, all day. I will say this, I will say this offensively, not defensively, because defensively they came out and played better. Yeah, I just think Utah didn't execute the same way. It's hard to execute that way for four. They were almost flawless. For the yeah, it four. was it was
1: too it was too good. Yeah.
0: yeah, you know, so it was hard to keep up. And when they came back to the pack, Ryan Davis just
1: take over. That talent
0: him. on the offensive side was just able to. Oh man,
1: one Ryan, dude Utah, had three hundred yards as a receiver. Like, come on, bro.
0: Like, Utah was was down the top two dbs going into the game and then they had two dbs get hurt yeah during the game so at that point it was almost like trying to put your finger in a dam, and eventually
1: but we got yeah so we we not oh no yeah we not no no good
0: no that's why going back to what coach freeman said what his vision is is you have to understand Coach Freeman knows what it's going to take to walk into that stadium week one and get a dub to go to game. He knows, that's
1: yeah. And they he look, and
0: they, they look good now. He knows, and that's why he's setting it up like, yo, this is my vision. Yeah, and if my vision can come to pass, we
1: can beat them. We can walk in and beat them because we got we got debt, like you said, Brandon Joseph's impact can hit the first two waves of groups. That's yeah. a nice eight DBs rotating in there, maybe seven because Cam going to be in there both times. Yeah. Dang, that's fresh. That's a lot yeah. of bodies that you got to run behind and run around and all game. Yeah, we like that. I like yeah. that. That's, yeah. You can get eight, seven, eight bodies out there in secondary. We're going to have some success. Oh, we yes. Some, Absolutely. We want Ohio State to feel like they can run. <laughs> <laughs>
0: man Matt B, thank you for tapping in we will see some two tight end sets and a lot of running Buckner will try to burn the back end occasionally to build you know what and I think a lot of times when people hear we're gonna hand the ball off they think we're going like two tight ends all the time look I remember when you look I went and watched that Virginia game let me tell you why I watched that's, despite what happened to you bro that was going to be a catapult game right oh yeah
1: because we Cause was you guys,
0: up- you guys came out against Texas and just punched Texas in the mouth like it it was never in doubt that was the game where if I can be honest I'm not gonna sit here and say you guys didn't take them serious no he definitely didn't take but you but thank you. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for being honest.
1: Well, we did whatever we wanted out there. You didn't, come, you didn't
0: come out with the same energy you came out with in week one. But what you guys had was that extra gear that championship teams have. Yeah. And it was like Virginia was right there, and it was like right – you could feel the momentum. You all getting ready – the injury just happened because you were you were all about to put up seven right there.
1: Yeah, we just went all the way. Yeah, it was because right. we just had the wheel touchdown touchdown one play back the
0: ball right back defense gave and we ball went back. right
1: back down back. there yeah. right
0: back down the field. We were about, about to blow them out,
1: honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it would
0: have been a blowout.
1: Yeah, it would have been. It bad.
0: Definitely would have been a blowout, and that would have been the game. Like, yeah, yeah, like
1: yeah, we yeah we good. Yeah, Nobody mess
0: with us. that exactly. <laughs> Exactly, and so to see that and have that type of attitude in that game, you guys had three wide receivers and were running the ball. It wasn't like you all went two tight ends. No,
1: it's like yeah, we, so it. we had everybody, everybody was later. catching it at that point. Tory caught one. Exactly. Chris Brown, Will, Amir. Exactly. I mean, we had the ball. That was a bro- a well balanced. But that's how they can be this year.
0: And I want to tap in i got donnie cruz as he said if, if freeman is preaching pushing each other and being innovative i don't think we'll be just handing the ball off in simple play actions that's dude we're talking about
1: percentages they're running the ball more than they're passing oh for yes. sure we're probably 70 30 I, yeah. or okay yeah. let's not say 70 30 yeah, i'll say, say like 65 65 <laughs> i wouldn't
0: even go i wouldn't even go that much maybe I would say like 58, 42, maybe 55, 45, something like that.
1: It's gonna be more than 50. Okay. Because I can live.
0: Tyler's going to progress as the season goes on.
1: It'll be more passes towards the end than it is Absolutely.
0: In the But being you oh. can be you can be innovative and still be a running team. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. You can be innovative.
1: Hey, look at, look at uh, Kyle Shanahan. Right. Find ways to run Great that ball. Point. Great point. From it's different violent.
0: formations, you yeah. can be four wide, and this dude is still pulling the back end tackle.
1: <laughs> you
0: know what I'm saying, up in Green Bay, in the middle
1: of the game, second, second, second quarter. Exactly. You know, we're exactly. really heating up.
0: We're heating up. So, yeah, be aggressive. Let's come with some trick plays. Let's come with some reverses. Let's throw the ball deep. Yeah, because we don't have a
1: standalone necessarily offense where it's like, okay, I mean, Michael Mayer, yeah. But it's not like we got to have like a, a Jackson Enigma where it's like, okay, he needs to touch that thing about 10 times on straight, five and out, 10 and in, post, corner, whatever. Yeah, We got the offense where Lorenzo Styles Is he a real receiver? Yeah. But does he look better running sweeps and jets and handoffs and, you know, deep outside? He can do a lot of different – he has a body type. Him and Avery Davis – We got body types to do different stuff with the football. So this is definitely a year where Tommy can be more creative on that, on that set on that sense. Cause how's the defense going to come out and face us? They can't straight up and be like, okay, we got to worry about Braden Lindsay. And then we got to put somebody over the top and then double or bracket Michael Mayer. Well, we can run, we can get some guys on the outside, Chris Tyree or something. We could try to get you deep with a Lindsay, maybe, you know. So there's many different, many different ways we can attack it, which would it would just be a disadvantage if we're giving the ball to one guy. If Chris Tyree got all the carries and then Michael Mayer. Five or six different guys gotta show up each and every game for us. Yeah. Offensively.
0: Yeah, interesting question. Do you think they will let them call audibles? Now, see, this is—did you call audibles? Your yeah. First game as a starter.
1: We had a lot of stuff available to us, maybe too much available, just because okay. it had a lot of stupid ass penalties, like coming out of timeouts, getting you know delayed games and stuff. So,
0: yeah, but that's typical Notre Dame stuff, right there.
1: Yeah. So he gonna have some yeah, last
0: chat. Jack Cohn would be like, "Dude, it's like 15 seconds on the clock. Give me the play."
1: Oh, that's that's classic. You're that's gonna deal with NBA. that as a I'll Notre Dame quarterback. NBA. Yeah, yeah. It don't matter who the coach is, coordinator. No, you are gonna be. Come on now, we about to call a timeout first right. quarter because you <laughs> take it <for>
0: right. <laughs> Midway
1: through the second quarter, We're <laughs> we having so much to know. talk about. So much. It's like yeah, we should do this. Wait, wait, wait. Who's in the game? Wait, wait. wait. What, what down is it? Ain't man. So, Tommy, being the one voice and dealing with it as a player, hopefully he don't make that same uh, mistake.
0: Shout out to my boy Mario Dunlap up there in the bin. Next time I'm up there, I should be up there next week for another practice. Me and you grabbing dinner, bro. We go back. He knows me when I was like, yay hot, bro. That's my Oh, guy. nice. Yeah, he's from the shot. He's from the shot. It's my boy Mario Dunlap. Tell the family I said what's up. Uh, Lilo Glante Prince right now looks at, he's probably in the 230 range, but you know how guys carry weight differently, he's just a thick dude, man, wide shoulders, he's, his frame, I think before he, his time is done, he, 240, 245 might be the ceiling for his weight, I don't I don't know if I even want – the way the game is now, I don't even know if I want him to get that big. Because he's really good in coverage. He's really good in coverage, aggressive against the run, playing downhill, not really thinking. He's in a good space. He's in a good space, and you'll definitely see him in a rotation a lot if he doesn't win the starting job.
1: Right. According to the season. It'll be interesting to see that first group of linebackers – Ohio State. Considering we have enough versatility and range, you know, in that front seven.
0: Uh, <laughs> excuse me, man. You guys, excuse me. That was horrible. Jason Greenberg. Not loving what I'm hearing about Dante Moore. Apparently, it's not going as well as Hope Jason, I don't understand what. Um, I don't, I don't know what you're hearing. <laughs> it's like. What are you hearing, man? Maybe you have a source that we don't have. I don't know, I don't know what to say. Let's see. Let's see. His source m- might be better. Than, hey, you still got you still got that uh, two four eight number? Who me? Yeah, you still got that uh, area code two four eight number. You still got. It? I think so.
1: Two. Hmm.
0: You still got it
1: at two four eight number.
0: Yeah. Hmm. My sources. My sources. Nothing's changed.
1: No. Yeah.
0: Now. I don't know what source everybody else has. You
1: know yeah, like, yeah, number still, number still active.
0: I'll tell you that. Right. Right. Just making sure you're not blocked or something.
1: No, yeah. It didn't turn to green. It <laughs> is, it's, it's still blue. It says delivered. <laughs> Yo,
0: relax, man. Relax. Relax, you know why people are nervous, dude. You know why people are nervous because a boy, our boy Carnell, and Dante on April the 2nd are going to be going to Columbus together, mm. right? Mm. So now everybody's getting nervous. <laughs>
1: Ohio State's a great place to visit, man.
0: Great place, uh, Columbus, my favorite trip of all time when I was at university the University of Illinois, Michigan State and Ohio State.
1: Mm, best,
0: best two visits. Yeah. During, during the game week.
1: Best Michigan State, Richie State are fun as hell too. Man. I don't blame they should go. Huh? I don't blame Dante and Carnell for going because no. we went when I was at Notre Dame. I yes. was I, Michigan, so it's like, listen, go, cause you ain't gonna have the same fun. No, at school, but that's so. But you know, you go for different reasons. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> don't doesn't change anything.
1: will we not change nothing. But listen, go up there because you are gonna have a great time. What do you do
0: Cardell just came back from Athens. Athens yeah, Athens. yeah, he had to check
1: the, uh, the routing number, see if that was working. When's on? Them.
0: Athens ain't no issue, man. You hear me? Posted pictures on his IG yesterday. Told all the dog fans, get at me.
1: That's the nature of it, man.
0: Athens ain't getting that action, dude. Like, stop. I try to tell people, man, stop being moved by news and visits and up. Relax. Just relax. Let things play out. Get you a date. We have the pool going still. What day do you think the announcement will be made? Pick a day, you get a prize. I'm still holding on to halftime of the blue and gold game. I'm still holding on, on to it.
1: That's a great. I, I, I like the beginning, That'd be you know, that'll be dope. Like, I like, I, you know, what I would think he'll, he'll run out of the tunnel with the team when they come out for the spring game. You'd be like, Who is that? Not?
0: Who is that with the afro?
1: Come out in the back. I'm committed. Ah, and then he
0: turns around like, and I got somebody with me. Yeah. Yee! Lucky Lefty Podcast. Oh, man. Like, like Jason said, this staff just can't close. There's more news. It's upsetting. I don't know what's upsetting.
1: Yeah, we've been winning this whole time since he got in the office. Even we've literally been gonna on a on a climb on the ascending climb where Marcus Freeman stepped into the building especially where it comes to recruiting
0: he said they are botching the visit apparently according to who according to who. Court to who? Botching what? Man, dude, you've been on a visit. How do you botch a visit?
1: Ways to botch a visit. Man.
0: He's like, look, look, trust me. Do you have the 248 number in your phone? I'm not trusting you more than I trust this dude right here. Like, I'm not.
1: I mean, he could be fooling me. But there is make- no
0: one. There is no one more inside the Dante Moore in, in situation than this quarterback right here. No one. No one. I don't care what publication they write for. I don't care. No one.
1: We're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right. But you know. I, I definitely think that all oh, recruits yeah. should take their visits, but you know, you can't really mess up a Notre Dame visit because they everybody knows what it's there for. You just go in there to get the logistics and
0: yeah, it's like, new, like
1: cut ups and, and stuff.
0: I promise you, you didn't ruin our vibe because our vibe on Dante Moore has been the same since December. <laughs>
1: since so, December.
0: Since December. Like no, you, you can't ruin our vibe at LL Dation. We're trying to get you to relax 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 like the staff don't get upset at the staff the staff has the number one recruiting class right now
1: right now
0: and ultimately it's that young man's decision it's not on the staff the mm. staff can do everything within that power It's that young man's decision period that's it period The staff wanted Jackson Arnold, and Jackson Arnold refused to wait, period. That's his decision. Yeah. They did everything to be at the top of Jackson Arnold's list. They were just honest and were like, yo, we're going to wait on D. If you're willing to wait, so be it. And Jackson Arnold said, you know what? I'm not willing to wait. Yeah. Let me go ahead and pull the trigger.
1: We're going to find out. I'm excited, though. I think uh, sealing that number one class is – that projects a lot of wins in the future for Notre Dame, especially with that right piece, at quarterback. Oh,
0: man. And I, you know, I saw some Ohio State site talking about things are looking up. Like, Bro, Dante Moore is not going to Ohio State, man.
1: They're pretty deep right now, too. <laughs> like we're literally not even that deep. I mean, how did how did Angelli look when you was up there?
0: Big, biggest quarterback we got. Just a big, big kid, big strap. Yeah, big strapping kid, moves a little bit better than you thought.
1: Like a Ben Roethlisberger type.
0: Yeah, he's a big kid, man. Good arm. Good arm, made some good throws. That's the type of kid that messes around. And if he really applies himself, he comes into spring camp next year and you're like, Okay. And then you get uh-huh. the-
1: so he's not he's not a uh, he's definitely uh, turning some heads first couple practice.
0: Ah, and then you, you you he comes in and you start seeing them and you're like okay, and then all of a sudden you get the word that Drew Pine has hit the portal and you like, okay, I understand. No, Pine, I hit no portal. Mm, I don't know. I don't okay, I
1: ain't just.
0: If TB if TB starts and you get mm, mm, coming in as a freshman and you already mm-hmm. got a jelly as a sophomore,
1: yeah,
0: um, yeah, I mean point, TB,
1: TB got a lot on his plate too. His ass better go out there and
0: all I'm saying is do what you do. Yeah, it's, the quarterback room is, is about to be nicely crowded.
1: Yeah, I'm glad it's about to be warm in there. And,
0: hey man, y'all lay off of Jason in the chat, man. He just, yo, he, he's just he's just spitting what he heard, man. <laughs> so everybody relax. Everybody relax and let it play out. It couldn't go that bad. He woke up and stayed. He's here for a second day. Like I don't know too many recruits that stay on a bad visit for two days.
1: Nah. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not worried worried about. about
0: No, not worried about it, man. There's no sweat off my back. It's like, yo, if he at the last minute, if he decides to go somewhere else, at this moment, I'm feeling pretty confident. Feeling pretty confident.
1: Yeah, we gotta. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Your
0: face and reaction just told it all. Let us go to running back Coach Dylan McCullough, man. He met with the media today, and uh, he just talked about the makeup of the running back
2: room and how he loves what he has. I've been surprised by it. I was. It's been a welcome situation as far as these guys studying on their own, um, just the intellect of the guys, their attention to detail, um, their hunger to be – you know, the best running back group in the nation, you know, and that's one of our goals is we go out there every day, um, staying stagnant, uh, being average is not acceptable at this school. Um, it's not acceptable from the running backs of our coach. So these guys have embraced that, and it has been um, some really positive things happening out there.
0: Being average is unacceptable at this school.
1: Mm.
0: He had me right there.
1: I like how he was talking.
0: Yeah, yeah, can't be average, though. Not in this school, no.
1: I wonder who he's gonna put out there, though. Like right, what the rotation is gonna be, because that's gonna be a hard decision. Because you, you already know, all of them want to want to play, can play.
0: Tyree's gonna be the main guy, right, to start the season.
1: I don't know. Because man gotta do what? Not read options with Tyler. Well, see. Like, what's your base offense? Cause it can't be no inside runs with no Tyler Chris Tyree.
0: <laughs> what you got?
1: <laughs> Ain't no way in the world.
0: Why can't Chris Tyree run inside,
1: man? Why would you do that when you got audric estimate? That's my I think Audrey estimate should roll out there first. Chris Tyree is is more a utility player. Because is he, a, is he a down-to-down like Aldrick Estimate? I just, you got two way different backs. I feel good Aldrick Estimate behind that offensive line with TB against Ohio State's front seven. At least I know we're moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Chris Horry, you know, might get a little arm tackle or something. And, you know, you second and 12 with the horseshoe rocking. You know, the horseshoe rocking. Now you're forcing Michael Mayer down the middle or something, you know. But when you got Audrey Estimate, it's like we're running left, we're gonna get our first three yards and get the get the energy going. And then I throw a fly sweep or something to Chris Tyree.
0: All right. He also went on to talk about the dude that's really taking spring camp by storm. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Kid, uh, is, kid is different. Who was that? Wasn't that 2 Chains, a.k.a. Titty Boy? Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Yeah. That should be the theme song for J.D., Jadarian Price, when yeah. he steps into the field for the first time. Here's his coach talking about him. I'm very high
2: on him. I mean, I remember, you know, when talking with J.D., uh, maybe a little bit before spring break, really challenged him as far as continuing the game, weight, continue and just to embrace the smaller details of playing football. You know, I Always remind him probably every couple of times he go out there, I say, hey this major college football, man. Just reminding him, you ain't high school no more. This is this for real. You know, and, and he's really, he came back after spring break, he had gained weight. Um, I've been really impressed with his strength, his burst, um, his just demeanor. He's tougher than what his body may look like. And he's up to close to 195 pounds So uh, after the first football school that we did, I told all the coaches, I said, oh, this guy's, he's legit. You know, So, again, to go along with the other guys we have has um, been um, a, a, something that I've, that I've been pretty excited about.
1: Yeah, he's legit. Ooh! <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> he said, I told the guys, he's legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't say that about no guy, even that you like. No. You know what I'm saying? You saying that because it's true. Yeah. And if he's legit and you talking about it, and that's just the guy that's added to the group, I can only imagine what we're getting. But I do think now, and it's even more important now, how are you going to get these carries the right way? We know the running back room got to eat up. 55% of whatever happens on offense on a game-to-game basis. What are you going to fill it in with? How many of the running backs are you going to lead with? And I think we can really give teams problems just in our running game with a couple of passes here and there. I, I really, you know, you want Tyler Buckner to develop. I think he should develop from a, a, a mental comfortability standpoint. Mm-hmm. Take some big shots when he's called upon, but other than that, support those running backs. But even get out there and block a couple times. Don't be having no shame in it.
0: I wonder if they're going to be doing like college football parlays, like you can on these apps, like
1: mm-hmm. you know, eight
0: legs, six legs for the college football season. Because mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to take total yards rushing as a leg for Notre Dame each week. One fifty plus, like, one fifty plus. Yes. Like whatever, they need to reach 130, I'm taking it. That's I'm taking I'm it every time. Every I'm Kendrick, Kendrick Heath says, do you see Price getting some carries this year?
1: See, that's the thing, man. It just depends because with all the guys we got that are very capable, Josh Adams got his first carry due to injury. Was he going to get that touchdown if we didn't have injury? Who knows, you know, and that's what makes the season the season. I hope he gets some carries. But, you know, it would just be hard to force him in there when everybody else is eating, you know what I mean? So uh, there's only one football on the team, on on the field at one time. And with a young quarterback, I know they're going to run it a lot, but hopefully he's one of those guys. Oh,
0: man. I just felt good, man, because it lined up. Hearing it from him lined up with what I saw at practice.
1: Oh, at practice? You saw him just.
0: Oh, I was like, oh, snap. You know how it's a skill, right? To see the hole, anticipate the hole. Well, then it's one thing to get through the hole.
1: Oh, he's running through holes.
0: Yeah, his acceleration that's why i keep saying like he has another gear that's like crazy and i'm like oh okay and then the hole is like because i'm watching from the back side off to the left if you're looking from behind the defensive line from where i'm sitting the hole is like
1: he getting through
0: he's getting he's getting through that bad fella it's like He's not one of these backs where you have to give him perfect blocking.
1: Mm. If
0: he sees, you don't have
1: a lot of good blocking though. That's what up. If he gets a crease, just a crease. Is he the one is he the one of the backs that has the breakaway speed? I don't yes. think so. Oh,
0: yeah. oh yeah. 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 Cuz we haven't on- had
1: that in a while either. Nah, breakaway nah. speed? No, nah, if he gets like, in the crease like um, like Chris Johnson breakaway speed. I don't know if he's as fast as Tyree. Chris Tyree got some breakaway speed on special teams. I seen him get right. out of Wisconsin. Right. He get out. Yeah, but then the
0: fact his impact is going to be. I think he's going to be. From what I watched post practice, I think he's going to be. He will be paired with Chris Tyree on kickoffs. I think it would be him and Price back on kickoffs because he was catching punts. He yeah. was practicing
1: with the guys yeah, that Price, catching punts. And you usually put your, your, your really good freshman on the kickoff or punt return. Yeah. If you really like him and it, they yeah. call him legit, he's going to be on one of those.
0: Yeah. It's like, man, you know, The four guys that were back there catching punts were Brandon Joseph, Jaden Mickey, Jadarian Price. You had two freshmen. And then Matt Salerno. Look, man, we can retire Matt Salerno. Like, thank you. Man,
1: can you believe he was out there for the fiesta vote catching punts, man? Look. Well I'm we done got done. Chris Tyree, Lorenzo. We got I'm
0: done, all being fair catch you. I'm done. Yeah. I'm over that. We yeah, need yeah. to graduate to something else. We,
1: we have stand-ins. You. We do it, we treat that like it's like the, the glory position that you can sign up for on canvas. Come be a, a Notre Dame field returner. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> like, we don't take it seriously or something. We raffle it off to the student body. Right. Who want to come catch spots in real games for Notre Dame? Fair catches, though. He ain't retaining nothing. So, he also was asked
0: about the offense and what he's seen from Tommy Reese. And this is what he had to say Dylan McCullough.
2: At the end of the day, we want all the coaches to be experts at what they do. You know, and one thing is very clear to me is that uh, Tommy Reese knows quarterback play at a very high level. What knows a system that he wants to see here and how we can thrive. The thing that I've been, you know, impressed with as well is just how he continues he's continuing to grow in his position. Uh, you know, he's open to ideas. I know I send him some things like, hey, check this out or check that out. You know, and shoot, he said, hey, let's do it. Let's put it out there, you know. So, you know, as any coach, you want to continue to grow, you never got all the answers. You know, I know I don't. You know, I've, I've learned a whole lot of things here too, but Coach Reese, man, I guy's –
1: that's, that's a good dude. I like him. We'll see how long that lasts. When I ass putting up 14 points in a game or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we, go, hey, we go out there and give him one of them 60, uh, 60 past performances. And I, then I want to interview Dean McCullough and be like, what happened, man? <laughs> something no, Something's wrong with you that's so funny yeah you, you got tyler buckner in the chat on you on your head <laughs> 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 is he the tv on your shot yeah look You like the LeBron hater, um, Skip Bayless. You like Skip and Sean. (laughs) That's
2: funny.
0: So, going back to what we wanted to theme, the theme of the show to be today is that you, as a Notre Dame fan, more than anything, are going to be proud of the physicality that this team brings to the field each and every week. Yeah. And that's going to be the basis and the foundation of of this program. Physicality, both sides of the ball, sprinkle in very special screen poppers. And now you have a squad.
1: Yeah. Now this- you have a squad and it starts up front honestly
0: honestly (laughs) you can't you can't beat you can't beat the two teams up top unless you're physical
1: yeah you can't and that was clearly displayed by the two teams playing each other
0: yo (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that championship game was some, was totally different. That was not game. a college
1: football game. That was no, no.
0: That was a totally. I've never. I didn't see a game like that in college football all year.
1: All year by for just on a on a play to play. Physical. Just a, yeah. A lot. Yeah. No, no. No. Yeah. So like was, when Cincinnati was going against Alabama, it looked totally different. Like like Cincinnati's just like we not matching Evan Neal every play.
0: And see, that's the thing. When you go into a game against those two teams and you have to try and figure out a way to scheme
1: mm-hmm. if you,
0: beat, you already lost.
1: You already lost, because you you're not about to have, out more physically. You.
0: you have to have some way
1: to compete physically. Yeah, because if you don't, you just don't have a t- but at third quarter, they get to smacking you out the side off the sideline and Dude. <laughs> he too. just, it, it get ugly too fast. Good.
0: Like, that 2012 championship game got ugly real quick. Oh, because we cool. ran out
1: of steam. After dude, we started.
0: They, they ran Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Lacey on that first play, and we hit that dude for a two-yard loss, and I was talking trash in my living room, like, oh, yeah, it's on.
1: Yeah. but then they kept handing it to him, and he right. just kept, kept running it, <laughs> and they like, Ooh, them thugs start being like, Let me just take the side this time, right? Right,
0: th- right, I'm like, I've never seen anybody move Lewis Nix like that. Like,
1: wait, yeah, Chance Warmack and uh, them big, big, where do you even get them guys from? Barrett Jones, and- yeah, like, <laughs> he dudes was, these dudes was mean, just mean. Yeah, they was, was way mean, mean. and I, and we had to it, you know, some big guy. But man, them boys was mean, all of them. Yeah, and they ran mean. <clears throat> and then they had Amari Cooper out there just one on one all day,
0: just play action all day. Just
1: <laughs> yeah, man, Ty wanted no smoke that game. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: dude. Man, I tried to save Jason. He's trying to double down. LL Nation, go ahead, man. Y'all want to get him? Get him. <laughs> I tried to bring peace.
1: They got the TV account going wild on Sean, man. What'd you say? They got the TV account going wild on you, Sean.
0: The TV account? Look, man, I speak peace. right? <laughs> Look, man, because, look, I read about three pieces from this weekend where people were like, oh, my God, Tyler Buckner is clearly the better quarterback. His arm, he made throws. I'm like, bruh, he had at least three passes that should have been picked off.
1: That should have, like, they was they looking the right way. They don't play. mention
0: that. <laughs> they don't mention that. Like, three passes that he felt like he could get in there. That he had no business business throwing, that should have been picked off. They don't put that in the article, but they want to talk about <laughs> it. Falling tight windows. I'm like, come on, man, relax. They act like he went out there and put on a clinic. That did not happen.
1: Oh, it wasn't. It was no no teach tape out no.
0: there. No. <laughs> did he make plays? Yes.
1: There were some plays made.
0: A defense made some plays mm-hmm. against
1: him too. So you like you like upside of Evangeli though. You did. Did you see him in any live action?
0: He really didn't get, he only had like four or five plays. Oh, okay.
1: Day. okay. So it's he really had most, between. Yeah, the two, most
0: impressive, he had one of the most impressive throws of the day.
1: So he is more TB and and uh Drew going yeah. back and forth.
0: Yeah. And Lil Palace. Oh, Lil, he <laughs> Lil Palace got like four or five snaps.
1: Lil Palace gonna get in there now. Yeah. He, 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 he the, he, the secret Kyle Trask of the group. The secret Kyle Trask. <laughs> it's just, we're going to be frustrating everybody. And then Lil Paula's going to roll out there and use that legacy, man. Yeah. Go out there and win a couple games.
0: So, Irish Shot with a decent question. We appreciate you for tapping in. If we get Dante, will he beat out Tyler and start as a true freshman?
1: We haven't had no true freshman start. So. I hope, because that's the trend of every great college football team got that one of them true freshmen rolling out there at some point in the dynasty.
0: (laughs) Dr. Carl Marks, one of our guys, he said, if Dante doesn't commit, I'm flying out the lucky left and going full Will Smith on you guys. I would try. I would try. If you watched the show yesterday, Malik has already told you what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, we're not doing that. We are not out here Will Smithing people.
0: Uh, oh man I did see that man I'm mad dude this can I pick a bone I love Notre Dame but I got a bone to pick bro bone to pick so we were downstairs for the pro day they moved us upstairs for the practice right so we walk up the stairs and We turn the corner, we get to the top of the stairs, we see a bunch of breakfast food, right?
1: Mm. So I'm like,
0: oh, snap, dude. I'm like, yo, they laid it out for us. That's what's up. Yeah. (laughs) And I start walking towards the table, and it says $5. And I'm like, y'all charging us to eat? I'm like, come on, fam. Wait a minute, man. Wait a minute. And this takes me to, there is nothing, ladies and gentlemen if you want your son or your daughter to eat good tell them once they get registered for school immediately walk to the academic not the academic the athletic building and apply for a job (laughs) athletic building because nobody eats better no one on campus eats better than the athletes there's nothing, nothing right. on that, nothing in that campus or on that campus better than training table.
1: The training table.
0: No, my freshman year, I worked at the at Memorial Stadium. That that six o'clock training table, bruh, I've never seen so many grilled houses in my life, bro. Yeah, never.
1: You never. eat good
0: chicken breast, fish. Potato, like everything that can put weight, which goes back to what he was saying about Jadarian Price. Jadarian Price won't have any problem putting on weight, dude.
1: Yeah, not at school. Just keep going
0: to the training table. That's it. Just keep going to the training table. You'll be all good.
1: That's it. That's all you got to do.
0: Crazy. And I'm pretty sure right now Notre Dame, they probably have a little spot. You can order your uh, omelets, special order. Dante Moore had a waffle this morning with the ND logo in the middle, yep. the logo in the middle. Look, man, tell your kids, get a job in the athletic building. Right? Work with the football team. Sneak in and get that training table each and every day. It's one of the life. Bet, one of the bet dad it will change your life. It will change your life. I used to walk
1: out. I went of that. from one eighty five to
0: two hundred five in one semester.
1: Bro, you went? said it again. One eighty five to two hundred five in one spring.
0: What were you doing? Like, no, no, Every day, because I'm sure you had a go to. I know I had a go to in college. What? What was your my go to? Hmm. two waffles in the morning. Two waffles in the morning. Lunch. I would just grab a little something, but then for dinner, I was at the training table, so I would do like steak, chicken, but I had two waffles every morning, every morning,
2: every day. Mm.
1: We would do workout, then get a protein shake, get a breakfast sandwich, then you go get you some lunch at before two. Mm workout uh now workout go to practice training Mm -hmm. table heavy so then you eat training table you take train table home now a lot of guys do different things after they leave the the first training table because it's around like five or six o'clock but you eat again at nine o'clock nine ten o'clock that's where that other big meal comes in
0: so you're doing like five a day
1: and that's where the that's where the weight starts to add up because you eat at that time after training table, because you eat good at training table. But then you eat after training table is where you gain the weight. Because the next day you're going back to the shake in the morning. That's a weight gain shake. Right. And that's at 6 a.m. So you eating, you eating that boom, with a sandwich, boom. You really eat throughout the whole day, you up. But you snacking, it's it's a lot. So you're gonna gain your weight pretty quick if you just if you greedy, right? <laughs> but you're gonna be hungry because you're working out all day too. Right.
0: Dude, I'm just now seeing all of this this fake Tyler Buckner. Bun- <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. They call me out.
1: Tyler Buckner not happy with you, Sean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Demetrius Rex, don't be starting stuff, man. I said publications, man. I wasn't talking about my IB staff. Uh-oh. Come on. Uh-oh. He trying to trying to start stuff. I'm not sure. Demetrius shade. said
1: he, he sees, he reads between the, the weeds.
0: No, nah, dude. I just did. I will say this. I didn't see. I, I agreed that he was the better quarterback. It wasn't close. Now I agree with that. He has some yo. He had an impressive D balls, two of them to Lorenzo. Braden just made a great play because he really underthrew Braden. Why does every quarterback on our darn team underthrow Braden Lindsey, dude? But mm-hmm. other than that, he has some good, he has some good points good moments and he had some moments where it was like come on man come on man so if anybody and I don't think I have to listen back to our post show I don't think the IB staff was acting like he put on a clinic now I know some other people that wrote articles specifically to Athletic that made it seem like that dude was like the next Joe Montana or something it like, It's mm. come on man like, I don't know what practice you were watching. Like, relax. <laughs> <laughs> this was, dude. If, if I was Brandon Whitbush, I would be singing my praises.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's all. He was the other 12. He'd be singing his praises.
0: <laughs> oh, dude. That's funny. I see, I know this is not him because this would be a lie. I want us to Toledo. This is just lets me know somebody is acting crazy. <laughs> just, I want us the Toledo and VTech games. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. <laughs> is this Jack Cone posing his tyler buck
1: That's Jack Cone, man.
0: Oh, dude.
1: You got all the opportunities now for better games. Go out there and put Ohio State on your on your on your notch. <laughs>
0: I'm no laughing matter.
1: Keep <laughs> Be on you, Sean. Oh, oh man. I love
0: LL Nation, man. See, this is why our show is dope, man. It's just different. You don't get this anywhere else? Mm. You're not getting this anywhere else, dude. You know what time it is.
1: It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing it. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No.
2: What is today's Petty Historic Petty Junction? Petticoat Junction. Yep, Petty Junction. Each
1: and
0: every day, Petty stories of the Day. Now, bro, this comes from out where you are, man. LAPD, they're actually posing as tourists on the streets of L.A. trying to catch Uber drivers that are trying to get extra rides on the side. Did you hear about this story, bro?
1: No, what's that?
0: LAPD is undercover on the street with luggage and everything posing trying to catch uber drivers i guess that have been catching extra rides as taxis like they finish a ride they'll see somebody else that want a ride and they'll pick them up and tell them like man, i'll take you wherever you want to go for thirty dollars forty dollars and they're actually trying to catch people man like really these are the reasons this is how you use your money this is this is what we're doing
1: how is that illegal though
0: because i guess legally ride share and taxi are two different things if you're a rideshare i don't think you're licensed by the city no right? you're licensed through Uber. the company yeah, right I mean. so you know if you're just randomly picking up you know fares on the street
1: That's no different than your friend giving you some gas money, though.
0: That's facts.
1: That's facts. Hey, you know, give me like ten bucks. He slide to the mall or something.
0: Yeah, I, man.
1: So, that's so. It's like, damn, you can't. You telling people they can't do that? That's crazy. <laughs> that is petty.
0: <laughs> the fact that, like I said, man, they're dedicating resources to this, like. Come on, fam. So, look, man, we had fun talking about the elephant in the room yesterday. But I think things have gotten even more petty, dude, because
1: did you see Jim Carrey, man, on TMZ? Somebody would have suited for $200 But well, we know okay. what you would have did. Well, we knew what he would have did. I'm like, come on,
0: man. Now, the pettiness is he thought it was whack that everybody in there gave him a standing an ovation when he won the award. And I'm like, gotta do his,
1: gotta, yeah, he ain't never what won.
0: They, what, they supposed to boycott his award now?
1: People be wanting the, the worst to happen to you if you mess up. You can't ever make no money ever again. You can never be celebrated ever again. That smack got him celebrated, I'll tell you that.
0: Yo, that smack Sold out. Sixty percent of your boy's tour that starts in a couple of days in Philly. He has a world. He has a world tour. Chris Rock starting. It, the more I think about this, man, the cynic in me can see Chris Rock chilling at Will Smith's estate two days before the Oscar. Like, look, man, I got this world tour coming up, so. I know you told me you don't want me to say anything about Jada, but I'm going to go ahead and do a little something. <laughs> I want you to jump on stage. <laughs> it's just the cynic in me, dude. Like, it just lines up too perfect. He just happened to have a world tour starting right after the Oscars. It's like, like really, dude? Really?
1: Is he selling himself out to get smacked like that yeah. on TV? Dang. I don't want to be famous, dog.
0: That that right there, that's that beta stuff you' talking about, bro.
1: No, I want to be famous. If that's what I got to do, bro.
0: Yeah, see, Lilo, look, Lilo. Just, I think that's true. I saw this somewhere. Tickets starting at three hundred forty-one dollars, bro. That's that's, yo, it his man. His tour just went crazy. You know why? Because every stop believes they're going to be the stop that he finally says something about what happened everybody's grabbing the ticket like man I wonder if he's going to talk about it I wonder if he has a joke about it I'm telling you man they were chilling at the beach house in Malibu him Diddy (laughs) everybody Diddy had the Ciroc it's the rock girls at the pool. <laughs> Everybody was there. And that cat Rock said, hey man, do me this favor. I'm introducing this award. And when I come out, at the end, I'm going to crack a joke on Jaden. I need you to laugh, pause, then walk up on stage. I'm going to say something as you're walking to me. I want you to smack me. And then, when you get to your seat, look me in my face and say, Keep your name out, <laughs> baby. We're gonna make this money. We're gonna make this money. <laughs>
1: it's a lot going on, man. They don't know what to believe.
0: <laughs> and last but not least, on the petty train. <sighs> Shout out to all these people, man. That are trying to make this Duke, North Carolina game more than just a college basketball game. Look, man, relax, dude. Relax. It's the, oh my gosh, the most important college basketball game in the history of college basketball. Relax, man. These teams play twice every year. Every year we go through this North Carolina Duke thing, man. Mm -hmm. Every year. Every year. Big cap. Big cap to everybody. This is going to be the most watched basketball game. I'm not watching it. I might catch like the second half. Mm. I might
1: catch
0: like the second half. But I will say this. I want North Carolina to do the same thing on Saturday that they did for his last home game. Yeah. Smack (laughs) them. Just just take all the fun out of it take all the air out of the balloons, do all of that, ruin the party, send them home, all of it. What about you, bro? Anything else before we let everybody go?
1: Nah, I think that's it, man. Look, I have, I do think it's funny that they're trying to build it up, I like guess, the, the game of all games with Duke, North Carolina. But, you know, Kansas is looking good, too. I think That's somebody that they're going to have to worry about at the end. Yeah.
0: I think a lot of people are sleeping on Kansas, man. They have a lot of athletes. They they got a lot of athletes. They got a lot of athletes, my dude, A lot of dudes, six five, six, six. six yeah,
1: they can play defense. Yeah, deep.
0: yeah you can if you can force him to shoot. Here we go. Our, our boy Donnie Cruz is a huge. I don't know how he's a huge Duke fan up in New York. But he, but he is
1: yeah, yeah, yeah he's a he Duke fan.
0: <laughs> Lilo Galante. I just put my guy Ryan Roberts up on Portillo's on Saturday.
1: Yep. yep. Italian beef and Portillo's. Italian beef.
0: Combo. Combo beef. Sweet and hot peppers.
1: The sweet peppers, yep.
0: Dipped. Got to dip it. Got to have yep. to dip it a little bit. Yeah. Yep. So, you know. and as always, you can follow us also on Apple Podcasts under A2S Network. And, um, yo, spin it different. Look forward to uh, another edition see you guys tomorrow around the same time hit that like button share let everybody know and hit us up instagram twitter at lucky lefty pod at overtime malik at sd2 mics from my guy malik zaire we'll talk to you soon don't forget as always spin it